Time to talk travel. How will higher costs and fuel prices weigh on demand for travel? Talking all about the hotel industry, let's bring in our panel. Noah Hammond, founder, CEO, advisor shares, and Lee Bowles, CMT, senior manager, trader education at Charles Schwab. Thank you both for being with us. Noah, you said all these hotels are not uh, the same. You, the, that was the phrase. Not every stock will do well. Um, there is demand, certainly, for traveling. Noah, how do we break this down? Um, I think you kind of see where we are in the cycle right now. We saw leisure travel picking up late last summer. Uh, you know, the early adopters who weren't uh, too COVID nervous were willing to get out and about and travel. You saw long lines in the winter at ski resorts and things like that. Um, but what you're going to start to see is things to transition to one more business travel, more business conferences and things like that have been picking up. Um, so that'll go along with, I believe, the leisure tra travel going into the summer. Um, and then when the international opens up as well, uh, I think all things reopening, whether it's hotels, you know, jets or even restaurants, you're going to see uh, some nice growth ahead, but they will have some uh, operational expense challenges, as you mentioned. And I want to talk about the ETF in a moment, but first let me get to Lee and get some of the positives and negatives that you've been looking at, Lee. Right. So uh, let's talk about the positives in the sector first. Um, I think that worker flexibility out there for the higher income groups that um, generally work in offices, uh, they might be the likely industries to give additional uh, room rates in the sense that people need to, they can travel and basically do what they want anywhere. Uh, also, as uh, Noah mentioned, business and leisure travel is certainly picking up and there is a bit of video call fatigue out there, I believe. So I think people do want to uh, get out even on the business side, although probably in the short term, leisure will do a little bit better than, than business. The other that's kind of interesting is, you know, not all hotels are the same, like Noah said, but you've got the casino hotels, let's say like uh, Wynn Resorts and Las Vegas Sands. Uh, they have a very high correlation to what's going on with the Chinese stock market. And uh, we saw that today in that uh, Beijing is shutting down a little again, and those uh, stocks are getting uh, hit. So, you know, we, we need that to happen for at least the casino stocks, a little bit of stabilization in, in China. Uh, the negatives, though, is the sharing, right? Everybody's talking about what is like companies Airbnb going to do to the industry. And it does seem the statistics are kind of showing that they take more business from the lower end traveler than the higher end traveler. Um, so uh, you might want to consider that when you're trying to pick a hotel. Also, uh, recessions, if we do have one, of course, lead to lower travel. And we have higher wage costs, uh, like everybody knows, and just keep this statistic in mind, as of October 2021, Nicole, there were 300,000 fewer workers than two years ago in the industry. Right, right, yeah, and it's, it's ever-changing here. People are dying to get out. They are facing many higher prices, as you were both noting. That's something, Noah, you were talking about. Tell me about the hotel ETF that you have, um, where some of the top holdings include Blue Green, Red Rock, and Target Hospitality. Right, so the hotel ETF with the ticker symbol BEDS with a Z, B-E-D-Z, 
Um, it's actively managed, managed by uh, Dan Aarons, who you've had on, Nicole, and has talked before. You know, it fits with his, with his overall vice themes, especially when you talk about things like casinos. So those are the three top holdings that you uh, mentioned that are in the portfolio now. But as I mentioned, it will evolve and change. When that business travel picks up a lot more, you'll see that start to shift a little bit, including international travel. Uh, and Lee mentioned something like Airbnb. I totally agree. You're coming out of an environment where small, independent hotel uh, operators, they've all mostly gone out of business. Remember, they all shut down for a while, big ones and small ones included, but the small ones, just not enough capital and most of them, not all, but are, they're not coming back. So Airbnb picks that up, which is nice. But keep in mind, you have stocks like Marriott that now have villas available for rent. And so they're trying to give their customers right. an Airbnb type of option as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I do notice you don't have Hilton on there. Is that somewhere in your realm or you just pick and choose here? It is, it is. You know, I think with that hotel in particular, the way Dan views it is a little bit more exposure uh, on the international side. And so it's a hotel that I, uh, you know, stock that I know he loves, but he's going to move uh, a little bit out of that as the, as the landscape starts to change in terms right. of where people are spending on hotel travel. Yeah. And Lee, I was fascinated to see some of the trends that you were talking about when it comes to travel and hotels, including the robot check-in and carry the luggage which I like to talk to somebody to, to complain of what traffic I hit or I don't know, make some small talk, what time's breakfast. Robots, Lee, what's some, what are some of the trends? Right. Some of the trends in the industries are, like you said, because of the wage pressures, they're trying to cut down the number of people they need. And as you said, you can uh, have a robot do some of that, at least in some hotels. The other uh, trends in the industry, I think smart hotels will do a little bit better. People are really getting into the Internet of Things and hotels that can give more of that experience probably have a competitive edge. Uh, also, uh, virtual reality uh, for uh, is going to be a trend also as hotels do virtual tours uh, so you can make your decisions you know without necessarily having to travel there so that that's a, a big thing and uh you know i would say if you're trying to pick between them the, the other thing that I've, I've noticed is that loyalty programs are pretty important because uh especially for developers that want to join a platform right they want a higher loyalty uh program because that gives them instant access to a group of travelers if they join that particular platform. So I think that's something you want to watch too. Yeah, Noah, quickly, any recession in sight for you? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, we might probably hit it there technically and some of it will depend on what the Fed does and how aggressive they are. Um, you could see where they might wouldn't do they possibly wouldn't mind pushing us into a recession to really reset things relative to the inflationary uh, activity that's going on. Uh, I hope not. Yeah. I hope I think it might be one of those okay. situations where the economy gets better, but maybe the stock market might not reflect that. Yeah. Yeah. Noah Hammond of Advisor Shares, Lee Bull of Charles Schwab. Thank you.